What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Oz Hoopers TV, the weekly drop. Uh, big game tonight as the Perth Wildcats and the Melbourne United went down to the wire in overtime. Uh, bit of an iffy refing game, a refed game, um, but me and my mates want a bit of money on Perth, so happy with the outcome. And happy Perth are back on the winning column. Obviously, Bryce Cotton had 29 points last game. I think he had around 23 or 25 this game, and they get away with the win against the one-seeded eight and one record Melbourne United. Before we start the episode, uh, appreciate you guys listening. Make sure whatever podcast streaming platform you guys are listening on, you guys follow us and follow us on the social medias at Hoopers TV. Um, today, we're going to get into uh, the NBL round six, uh, a bit of the NBA stuff that's going on in the league this past week, Liz Cambage, New Deal, and um, we'll get into the NBA 2K24 ratings to start. So off the rip, the 2K24 ratings, um, Josh Giddy is ranked, I'll start from best to worst. I'll start from worst to best, actually. Duop Reith has entered the game, obviously his first year in Portland. He's a 67 overall. Can't really complain about it, I guess. Um, hasn't really done anything in the league. Had a pretty good preseason, like I said before, but just happy he's on an NBA roster. So I'm not going to complain about the 67 overall. Dante Exum's a 70. Uh, I feel like that could be a little bit higher, maybe a 72, 73. Um, like I said, again, hasn't been in the league for a while, has a chance to up it this NBA season, has been getting good minutes for the Mavericks so far. Um, so I think that'll rise. Patty Mills went from a 72 last year. He went up to a 73, is yet to touch the court in Atlanta. Um, bit of a weird situation for him. It might be his last year in the NBA, to be honest, um, but would love to see him in the NBL soon. Definitely still think he has the talent, and I'm keen to see him suit up for the Boomers next year. 73 overall. I mean, you could probably drop that down, to be honest, if he's not touching the court. Um, don't see why he has to be higher than Dante Exum. Jock Landau went from a 70 to a 74. I think that's pretty well-deserved. I think he was starting for the Phoenix in one of the playoff games last year. Uh, 74, I, I think that's pretty good for him. Like, like I said before, hasn't really proved much in this league yet. He's on a Rockets team, hasn't played much this season. Um, is facing a little bit of injury. So I think 74 is a pretty fair rating for him. Dyson Daniels was a 73 last year. He's gone up to a 75. I think that's pretty fair at the moment as well. Maybe you can flirt with a 76 or 77, but um, yeah, I think that'll rise this year. I think he's, I think he's playing pretty good to start the season. So um, I think we're looking at a 76, 77 towards the end of this year. Joe Ingles, 76. He's still a 76 this year. He was a 76 last year. Pretty fair. He's off to a very, very rocky start to this season with the Magic. Had a decent game last game, but uh, you could probably drop this rating, to be honest. I don't want to be too hard on the Aussies, but they're not really performing to start this year. Um, so I could see why someone could argue that Joe Ingles could drop from a 76. Matisse Thibel was a 77. He dropped to a 76. Another rough start for the Aussie Matisse. He's still starting in Portland. Uh, Portland have been winning recently. I think they are 4-7. and seven. Or four and three, maybe three and four after they lost to Memphis today. Um, I think this is a pretty fair rating for Matisse, 76. Could probably go up to a 77, 78 um, based on Dyson being a 75. Um, sorry, Dyson. Yeah, Dyson, 75. You could probably up Matisse Thibel to a 77, 78, to be honest. Josh Green's a 76. I think that's very underrated for him. I think he could be pushing 79, 78 for him. Um Pretty big piece on the Mavericks roster. Probably averages more than anyone else I've mentioned up to this point by quite a significant amount. So you could probably up this to a 78, 79. Ben Simmons is a 76. This will rise pretty quickly. I think he's starting for Brooklyn. Um, when he gets a few more games up under his belt, I think he'll he'll push towards a 78, 79, um, maybe an 80. 
Um, but good start for Ben this year. Have been pretty happy with what he's been doing. Um, and then Giddy's an 83. I think that's a very fair spot for Giddy. Um, not too low, not too high. Maybe an 84. Um, but anything higher than that, I think is pushing it. But pretty happy with the 2K ratings. I think they nailed it on the head this year with the Aussie guys. So kicking off this week in the NBL, I think the Bullets was a pretty big upset against Southeast. They uh, won fair and square by 16. They were up all game. But I think other than that, uh, the, the the round shaped up pretty well. I think it ended on an upset with Perth, but I think me and Kyle would have predicted that one. Um, really good game. I think the New Zealand-Sydney game came down to the buzzer. Parker Jackson-Cartwright missed a game-winning three. Um, really good round for NBL. Bryce Cotton had 29. They got two wins under their belt this round. New Zealand got a win against Cairns. Would have been good to get one against Kings and get their, their season back on track, but Good to get one against Cairns and kind of get comfortable. And I mean, losing the Kings by only two is pretty good for them, especially with Hogue back in the Kings lineup. Um, but the, it was a pretty solid round of NBL this week. Um, looking like it's going to be a good round next week. It's only a short one. Uh, but Cairns, Illawarra rematch. Uh, Illawarra, uh, Tyler Harvey at the buzzer beater last game. Breakers, Perth will be a good game. Melbourne and Southeast showdown. And then Brisbane Kings. Brisbane on a pretty good roll at the moment. Other than that, their most recent loss, they've been, they won three before that. So should be a good round of NBL coming up. Um, the Perth United game was really good tonight. Over time went down to the, went down to the thing. The refing was atrocious. Um, I don't usually complain. I don't usually complain about the refing, but it was pretty bad from the mid third quarter to the end. Um, I saw a few comments commenting whether it was leaning towards Melbourne or Perth. I think, Melbourne were getting a lot of whistles. Um, I know there was a controversial one at the end where the people thought Saar fouled Delhi on the end one. I don't think you can win a game on that. Um, pretty good challenge by that. Let them play basketball. Um, I don't think it was too big enough of a foul to call for the game. So pretty good on the refs. Moving on to the NBA. Uh, the NBA has had a pretty decent start to the year. Uh, Boston Celtics and Denver still looking great. Josh Giddy had a few big performances this week. He had 21 points, seven rebounds, three assists against the Pistons. He had 15 points, nine boards, four assists against the Pelicans. And he had 18 points, five rebounds, four assists against the Warriors without Shea. And they lost to a Curry buzzer beater lay, which was technically an offensive goaltend. So I think Giddy made a few bad uh, possessions at the end of that game, but Thunder are looking all right. Uh, they're, they're, they're not looking too bad. I think they're going to be fun to watch this year. And I think hopefully they're going to be in the playoffs and hopefully Giddy is a big part of that. Other than that, Wembenyama had a huge 38 points against Phoenix. Um, really, you know, a legacy game for him against his idol, Kevin Durant. Spurs won the game. Booker played, Durant played. It was a huge game for Wembenyama. And I think Spurs, are, Spurs aren't taking the season lightly. You know, Wemby's first year, people might think they tank and go for another pick. But, you know, they got Vassell, Keldon, they got Popovich, you, you you don't know how many years he's got left of coaching. Um, and it's a really good game for Wemby. 38 points, really, really uh, good game to watch. If, you, if, you, if you're unsure about Wemby, go watch that game because he's he's running up, pulling threes. He's behind the back dribbling, pulling up for middies. It's, a, it's crazy. Durant had 41 on the Pistons without Book and Beal. Got a huge W. I think Tyrese Halliburton had a 50 bomb. Um, other than that, Harden makes his debut against the Knicks tomorrow in New York, Madison Square Garden with the Clippers. Uh, the, the the lineup they're running with is Westbrook, Harden, Paul George, Kawhi, and Zubak, which will be interesting. Um, but predictions for that game, I'm, I'm going to say Knicks win. 
Uh, it, it'll either be a Clippers blowout or Knicks win in a close one. Randall's due a big game. Um, and I'm going to say Harden has about... I'm going to say Harden has about 14 points, 9 assists, a nice 5 rebounds. I reckon no steals, no blocks. Other than that, Liz Cambage signed a new deal, three-month deal worth $1 million with a Chinese team, Sichuan. I did my best on that one. Uh, good news for Liz. I mean, go get the bag. Uh, it's the WNBA offseason. I'm not sure if she's going to return to the WNBA next year, uh, but we'll see how she goes. Uh, a lot of people have mixed opinions on the Liz Cambage. We won't dive too deep into that one. Uh, other than that, it was a quick little episode. Uh, touching on all NBA, NBL, and Aussies in the league this week. Uh, looking forward to next week's NBL. Appreciate you guys listening this week. Uh, Melbourne Cups tomorrow, Harden debut tomorrow, uh, and Fiery Friday's returns Friday morning for you guys. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the next episode.